how does a narcissist actually manipulate others? Like some people look at it from the outside and they're like, this should be easy to be able to spot. Like, why didn't you see this? Maybe you found yourself already entangled into this web of manipulation, triangulation, gaslighting. You're unsure of like, how did this even happen? How did I get here? Like I was strong and confident. Now I feel like I'm a shell of a person. What actually happened? Maybe you think in your life there might be a person that's a narcissist or having toxic traits who's using these tactics to control you and ultimately exploit others. We're going to dive into different pieces of this, of so pieces about narcissism, what it actually looks like, and then also walking through some of the pieces that they use to manipulate others. So if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the developer of the NARC app, and your guide in the 7-Day Challenge so you can access at escapetoxicity.com. Sign up today to start understanding more about narcissism, how your reactive abuse makes you feel abusive when you're actually not. The guilt and the shame, you questioning yourself, am I the narcissist? A lot of questions in there and also a small community that's going through it at the same time. When we talk about this piece of narcissists manipulating others, I want you to consider how a lot of times you get with a narcissist and then it switches. They go from being charming and wonderful and great to then being an emotional leech that's just sucking everything out of you, okay? Narcissists oftentimes begin with this piece of charm of like, let me do the things that's going to flatter you, that's gonna make you feel good, that's going to connect with you so that you get tied to me, so that you get stuck. And a narcissist will do this over and over and over again, oftentimes with excessive texting, with talking to you a bunch, with, with a lot of like proximity pieces of like, hey, we're together so much, just to be able to connect with you, just to be able to tie you in. But then it turns into more of the emotional leech, like someone who is just sucking your time and your energy and you're like, gosh, I just want some time to myself. I just want to work on like something of myself. I want to do a hobby, anything, but then all of a sudden they're taking up all your time. Now, not just taking up all your time, but when you do stuff that is not centered around them, then they're frustrated because you're taking time away from them. You're taking time away from you taking time to just focus on them, okay? Once an narcissist gets you under their spell, like the whole aspect is like it's exploiting your emotions, your needs, your desires, all those things. And oftentimes it's a way just to be able to control the situation. They might be a place where he's like pretending to be vulnerable sharing emotional stories to gain sympathy or actually get a deeper connection. Like for me, I would bring in different pieces of my past of like, this is something that was vulnerable. This is something that happened. This is something that hurt me in the past. And people are like, oh my gosh, like let me help fill that gap, fill that void. And when that would happen, that would be me building that emotional bond. But then being, becoming an emotional leech of wanting all their time, energy, and attention. Okay, think of it this way where a narcissist like gets with you and starts to just praise you up. Okay, praising your skills, your expertise, different things about you. And as it continues to grow and as it, it continues to morph into something else, they start confiding in you about their personal life, about emotion, like about different things that it creates this emotional bond. Eventually, they get to do get to the place where they start to manipulate you by that emotional connection that they have with you. Okay, then moving into another piece of maybe you're already in the relationship and you're getting the gaslighting person, okay? The gaslighting guru, okay? The narcissist is coming to your life and is using this manipulation to confuse you and to distort your current reality, okay? This makes you doubt things that are actually happening. This makes you doubt your perceptions, your memories, your own 
eyesight, your own hearing of like, wait a second, I saw that, I heard that. Nurse is like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. To try to make you feel crazy, to try to distort the view of life that you're actually happening. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the video earlier today, of talking about your current frame of reality of how to break the trauma bond. This is when a narcissist is trying to put you in their own box, their own prison, their own version of reality so that you stay stuck. One of the easiest way to do that is with gaslighting, with doing this to manipulate the truth, to be able to manipulate you, to distort the truth, to distort your reality and make you doubt your perceptions, your memories. And this happens with twisting and denying different events, making you question, did that actually happen? Making you question your current reality. Think of it this way. Did you ever have a partner that constantly accuses you of not remembering conversations, of misremembering different events, different things that have happened? And you're like, no, like I, I do remember this. But you've got to the place you start to doubt yourself. Where you're like, maybe, no, no, that is true. Maybe, and you start to doubt yourself because you've been told so long that you do this that you don't remember things, that you forget stuff, that you're just a forgetful person. And there's so many people that start forgetting so many things, not because they're actually a forgetful person, but because of the trauma and the abuse that they've been under. And then you do this over and over and over. You start to believe to yourself, oh, I must be this way, when you're actually not. But it's based on what has actually been pressed upon you. Narcissists will go as far to try to convince you that you're the crazy one, actually insane to be able to get what they want out of you, to be able to get like the desired result of them being able to do whatever they want to do. The hard part is it leaves you completely confused, completely drained, and you're like, I don't know where to be able to go forward. Okay, now we've talked about a piece of this in the aspect of the early relationship, love bombing and then devaluation, how it goes up, how it goes down, how the manipulation piece, it's push and pull. Okay, it's like, I'm going to give something to you and then I'm going to pull it away. I'm going to tell you that we have a great relationship. Then I'm going to be like, ah, I just want space. I'm going to go back and forth. Okay, now this love bombing piece is sort of the same. It's like, let me pump you up and then let me bring you back down. And then let me pump you up and then let me bring you back down. The whole goal is building this connection quickly, but then to prop you up so you feel addicted to their validation. You feel addicted to go back to this toxic person over and over and over again. And so this love bombing and devaluation goes to a place where it overwhelms you. You're like, wow, I get all this affection. I get all this attention in the early stages. But then it switches around. Once you're emotionally invested, then that manipulation piece can turn on its head. And this narcissist starts to devalue, putting you down, criticizing, belittling you. And it causes this emotional turmoil. And you're like, wait a second, what actually happened? Okay, this is just another tactic that narcissists use to manipulate you. Of like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pump you up, tear you back down. Now, the thing that happens is a narcissist takes, and let's say puts a pedestal, okay? Builds a pedestal and you're sitting on top. And then they walk in and they just rip the pedestal right out from underneath you. And it leaves you being really confused of like, wait a second, what did I do? What happened? And this is often done intentional for the regard of like, when that pedestal disappears, you now have to spend all the time trying to figure out how to get back on that pedestal. So then you're asking him, what did I do wrong? What do I need to change? You start modifying your behavior, start modifying your personality, start modifying what you do, how you look, how you dress, all in hopes that you get back with having that pedestal. See, a narcissist does this to get you addicted to them, does this to get you like used to the fact of like, hey, if I get all this attention, this is what I should get. And then they take it away. And they're like, wait a second, what happened? And you start to blame yourself. 
Another aspect that I want to bring to the table when we talk about manipulation is triangulation. Like actually working on dividing people apart, divide and conquer. Narcissists oftentimes create these triangles in the relationship, okay, involving a third party to manipulate and have different power dynamics, different control dynamics in there. What you're going to see a lot of times is where they'll pit you against another person. Now, this could be a brand new supply. This could be someone else in your life. This could be a daughter. This could be someone else, like a family member that they're using to pit against each other. Oftentimes, the triangulation aspect, the supplies never meet. But they're just like, oh, this person, you know, you wouldn't like this person. Oh, this person. It doesn't have to be even supplies. It just has to be people. Where narcissists will triangulate you against someone else, sometimes to be able to up the ante, to be able to get more attention and affection from you because you're like, oh, well, I got to do better so he doesn't leave. Or like sometimes that triangulation piece is just to control narratives, to get you upset at someone so that you don't talk to them, so you don't figure out that there's actually a lie there. There's all different aspects of triangulation, but the whole thing is like, let me divide people up so I can either give them different stories or I can pit them against each other to control the entire narrative as a hell. But what this does is all it does is cause conflict, cause more drama. Think, think of it this way. You might have even in a family setting with your narcissistic partner where they play, play a certain role in the kids' lives. Where, they, where, the, where he actually plays the kids against each other. Maybe favoring one and scapegoating another. This manipulation tactic fosters this resentment and tension between the kids. You're like, it makes it easier for them to actually main control the situation. Of like, if I can manipulate these kids to this level, to this degree, then I get what I want out of it because I'm in control. Okay. Another tactic that a nurse oftentimes uses is the aspect of hoovering. Okay. Hoovering comes from the idea of the Hoover vacuum, which sucks up dirt, right? Okay. Same aspect as narcissist is the toxic person trying to suck you back into the relationship. Okay. And you might try really hard to be able to break free, but he comes back in, he just talks really nice, says he's going to change. And all of a sudden you're back with him. You're like, how did this even happen? But using all different pieces of it shows up in the manipulation cocktail, the guilt, the promises of change, the emotional manipulation of like, I need you now. Like you're my person, like you're my soulmate. I can't do this without you. Like all these different levels. There's all these different pieces with it. Think of it this way, you might have broken up and your ex-narcissist starts to bombard you with the messages you used to send. With like, we used to be so much in love, look at this picture, look at how much I love you, look at all the things we've talked about that we said. And they're trying to manipulate your emotions. They're trying to make you question, maybe I should give him a second chance. Yeah, he's done this so many times, but maybe I should give him a second chance. And so you give him a second chance and then this happens over and over and over again. Like these are several different tactics that narcissists use to manipulate you, to try to control your current reality, your current frame of existence. If you're struggling with any of these, these past five that we just talked about, then I want you to reach out for help. I want you to go to www.rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to to work with you and help you understand how to be able to continuously break free of these and then also stand in power uncertainty so that you no longer go back or you no longer continue the cycle of being with a toxic person. If you haven't already, like and subscribe, rate and review. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much. You all have a blessed day.